As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast, and happy December. Here we are in the final month of 2020. We've just about made it. And no matter how you might be feeling at the moment, take a deep breath and see how resilient you are, how resilient we all are. We've been making huge physical, emotional, and energetic shifts this year. No more living on autopilot. And honestly, we were all living on autopilot in some ways before this year. But now the routines and structures in our lives we thought might be hard to ever change have changed. Now we can begin to envision what comes next. A few weeks ago, I watched Sandra Walter's final webinar of the year. If you don't know about Sandra, she's an ascension guide, grid worker, and gatekeeper based in Sedona. She also works with Bigfoot. Anyhow, she holds quarterly webinars where she talks about the current and upcoming energies, and I want to share a bit of it with you. Because We've stepped into a big gateway here at the end of the year, starting with last Sunday's lunar eclipse. But what Sandra calls a revelation wave will be occurring from December 12th to January 20th, with the most intense shifting of realities happening between December 19th and January 7th. During this time, we'll be experiencing a quantum activation of our heart center and we'll be connecting more deeply with all of the other multidimensional versions of ourselves. The veils between dimensions, all dimensions, will begin to lift. And that includes our own self-imposed veils, things we've perhaps purposely refused to see. What I found most interesting is that for years, the ascension process, which I'm going to talk about today, has been about bringing more of our higher self and other multidimensional versions of ourselves into our physical body. But through this wave over the next month, it's going to be about taking what we've created in the physical and going quantum. I don't know about you, but I've been experiencing this in increasing bits and pieces all year long. So I'm interested to see what this next round of ships bring. That being said, although the energies may be intense between now and the end of January, Sandra says, be prepared, not scared. There isn't going to be one big moment where everybody suddenly shifts or the veils are all lifted at once. Don't be looking around for some big disclosure moment. Everyone is on their own timeline. But there will be reset energy everywhere and full support for those creating the new. The collective will finally be ready next year to start putting their attention and support behind people and companies creating what's new and next. And 
one more thing from her webinar that I would like to mention, because no matter who you are and what your beliefs are, you're probably downright exhausted with trying to figure out what's right or wrong or true or false. But it's time to set that aside. Forgive the collective, Sandra said. Forgive the collective for engaging with all of the different spells of 2020. And don't amplify the spells by focusing your energy on them. There's no need to attack and entangle with the collective energies related to the things that you don't desire. It's all happening for us, not to us. So release and move on. Let's take a collective deep breath after that. Okay, let's spend some time today diving even deeper into this topic of ascension. Because there's tons of information on the internet about ascension and the multiverse, but much of it is even more confusing than the experiences we're having. I initially wrote about this on my blog last year because every time I would share little nuggets of information about it, people would ask me to explain more. But make it simple, they said. And then my guides started asking me to share about it too. They also told me to keep it simple. So here it is, my simple explanation of ascension and what the heck is going on in the universe right now. Because one of the stranger things that happened to me in the month before I sat down to write this is that my husband and I got into a legitimate argument in the middle of the night one night last year. I was laying in bed, completely awake, and contemplating some idea about what happens to us during the time in our lives called Saturn return. Now, what's strange about this is that I don't actually know all that much about astrology. I didn't actually know what Saturn return was, and I had to look it up the next day. And in case you're wondering, every 30-ish years, Saturn returns to the place it was in your birth chart when you were born shows you all of your fears and blocks, and more or less forces you to push through them. It's like a spiritual boot camp to figure out who you are and what the next 30 years of your life will be about. If you're over the age of 30 or 60, you can totally relate. So where this idea came from and why I was contemplating it in the middle of the night is a mystery to me. However, while I was having this esoteric think tank with myself, My husband got up and got out of bed. I know this because I was awake. So I asked him where he was going, and he said he was going to go sleep in the other room because I was snoring so loudly. Um, what? I was definitely not snoring. I was laying there, completely awake, contemplating what happens during your Saturn return. And I told him so. So then he got mad at me for insinuating that he was lying, and I got mad at him for thinking that I would somehow not know that I was wide awake, especially since I was conscious of the fact that he had gotten up out of bed. So I spent the next few days thinking about it, because seriously, we were both adamant that we were right. And that's when it dawned on me. Both things were true. I was awake, and I was also asleep and snoring in the same place, at the same time. And while I've often experienced traveling to other dimensions in my sleep, I've never quite had this experience, at least not that I recall. It was like step one in my guides turning the dial up to 10 to start experiencing 
different dimensions all blending together in my waking life. Things started to get real weird after this. And apparently they're going to get even weirder in the coming year. But let's set aside the stories and talk about what exactly is happening and why I, and probably you too, are having these experiences right now. It's called ascension. So what is ascension? In simple terms, it's each individual person on earth choosing to step into higher consciousness to remember that we are actually a spark of source energy experiencing a human life on this planet. Ascension is choosing to actively participate in human evolution. And the first step in ascension is actually waking to this idea at all. You'll often hear people in spiritual circles talk about being awake or asleep, and this is what they mean. Once you realize there's a whole lot more going on than just what you can see in the physical realms and begin your journey to align with your higher self, you've awakened. Congratulations. Things are about to get a whole lot more confusing from here on out. I joke, but really, they probably are. Because this is the point when you realize everything you've been taught your entire life may not completely be true. And Depending on how attached you are to the idea that time is linear or reincarnation doesn't exist and a whole host of other realities headed your way will inform how soul-rattling this experience will be for you at the beginning. You're probably going to have to get used to the idea that you'll have to change your mind about some things you were certain were true. To be quite honest, I think this part of the process is necessary to help us understand that our reality is fluid in the first place. But anyhow, once you're awake, you're on the path to ascension. Unlike much of what we may have learned growing up, there is not a specific day or time in which we will collectively ascend. There is no other entity coming from heaven or another planet or another universe who will show up on earth and tell us that it's time now and then decide who goes and who stays. We each make our own decision on our own timeline. Ascension is an individual journey, but also for the collective. The Earth is also ascending, along with all of the other planets. The unseen realms are up-leveling too, which is why information and healing methods and spiritual beliefs and ideas are shifting and changing. Old systems are breaking down and new ones are being built everywhere in the universe right now. So ascension is a very personal and individual path that we need to do together. See, I'm already asking you to believe two opposite things are true at the same time, because they are. Each person that chooses to ascend raises the collective vibration, thereby waking more people up and further increasing the collective frequency of the earth. So you doing your personal healing work really does help everyone but more on that later. For all of the doomsday prophecies about December 12th, 2012, it really was the end of the world as we knew it and the beginning of a new one. On that day, the earth, a conscious being in its own right, evolved into a new dimension, also known as 5D. We have lived in a 3D reality here on earth for thousands of years. It's the lowest, densest vibration that can also sustain life on this planet. 
And for any number of possible reasons that you can find explained all over the internet and in countless books, we have needed to collectively live through and evolve in this lower reality. In 3D reality, we believed in linear time, were not able to perceive other dimensions, and haven't had the ability to remember past lives, experiences in other dimensions, or our divine connection to the universe. But as of 12-12-2012, another reality, or dimension, is now available for us to ascend to. We don't have to go anywhere to experience it. It's layered right on top of the one we're already living in, which can feel a little confusing sometimes. In fact, if you've been awake for a while, you may experience this on a regular basis. You will weave in and out of 3 and 5D reality throughout your day. Have to go to the hospital? It's likely you'll be in 3D there. Honestly, I find that many of our ingrained institutions in our culture are the ones still vibrating in 3D reality. And isn't it interesting that it's these institutions that have been so thoroughly dismantled and transformed this year? Healthcare, government, schools. Be conscious if there's places you have to go to or interact with where you notice yourself purposefully lowering your vibration in order to function or be understood when talking to people there. And then you'll be much more aware of this split in realities. Or if you have the experience where you start to wonder if you're somehow invisible, cars merging into you in traffic, people bumping your shopping cart in the grocery store, or stepping in front of you in line like you're not even there, it's because they legitimately cannot see you. The higher we're able to raise our personal frequency or vibration, the more we align with 5D and higher reality. Yep, this is the same reason why we can't see Bigfoot or star beings that might be standing right there in front of us. Because they're vibrating on a much higher frequency and are aligned with another dimension that we are not in. But that dimension still exists here on Earth. It's just layered on top of the one we're living in. Are you still with me? Good. So since we're already talking about weird things like Bigfoot and aliens, Let's get that subject out of the way. If you don't already believe in mythical creatures, this is one of the things about ascension that will make your head explode. Because yes, there's a whole lot more that exists outside of 3D Earth reality. You may have already been seeing them in your mind's eye during meditation or shamanic journeys or dreams. That's because you're literally stepping into another dimension or consciousness when you're in those liminal states. You're shifting into the dimensions where they do exist. And that's how you travel to other dimensions. It's actually just that simple. And I think the more we experience that with 3D, 5D happening in the same place at the same time, the easier it is for us to understand that we don't need some fancy time machine to get to another dimension. We just need our consciousness and our minds. But what about our bodies? Why do we even have them if we don't need them to have these experiences? But we do. The actual purpose and work of Ascension is to embody your higher self, your light body, and your consciousness into your physical body to wake up and remember your divine nature, to help lift the veil that is 3D and see the world as it really is. And 
since we're having this collective experience with the earth itself, co-creating this new higher reality, we help the earth continue to extend as well. I have been hearing a message repeatedly for much of the year explaining how our physical bodies or light bodies are needed to bring heaven to earth to create this new earth reality. This other version of earth already exists. We just have to choose the new reality rather than the old 3D reality that's slowly dying out. Because we do each have a choice and some people will not choose to ascend or they'll choose to leave altogether. At some point in the future, 3D reality will no longer be a reality at all. Everyone will have either chosen to ascend or chosen not to. And as they die and leave the earth reality, it won't be repopulated with more people connected to 3D. There's no judgment needed on anyone else's personal journey. The reality is that if we are incarnated here on earth at this moment in time, our souls are highly experienced and advanced. Every single one of us, even the ones that maybe don't seem to be. Because before we came into a body in this life, we decided if and when we wanted the awakening experience to occur for us. We all know what we're doing from a soul level and why. And everyone who is meant to wake up through this collective ascension process will feel the vibration and wake up. If not, they're still playing a role in the process. And those that choose to leave the earth at this time likely have a role they've chosen to fulfill in the ascension process in the non-physical. Okay, let's talk about what happens to our bodies during ascension. The short story is a whole lot. And yes, you're gonna feel it. To add another layer of complexity to the situation, our sun is also ascending, and we've been experiencing a flood of upgraded light codes pouring into the earth from the sun. These codes trigger or activate our dormant DNA, also called junk DNA, which we need to ascend to 5D and higher consciousness. Our bodies aren't accustomed to all of this light, and we're experiencing physical changes as additional strands of DNA start lighting up and attempt to hold this new information in our physical bodies. In order to hold this light and the higher vibration we need on the new earth and 5D reality, we've got to clear the old lower density stuff out of our bodies. Old patterns, beliefs, and habits have got to go to physically embody your higher self. Think of it as clearing out half of the dresser drawers for your super enlightened BFF to move in. That means you've got to do your own personal healing work, whatever that is for you. It's time to release the fears and blockages holding you back. Any emotional pain or energetic imbalances, especially as they relate to karmic, genetic, or ancestral lineage, need to be untangled and released. Find a mentor or healer who can work together with you or a doctor that you trust, depending on what healing is needed. I will pause here to say that you really are going to have to learn to trust your intuition through the ascension process. Not everyone you talk to will understand the depth of the experience you're currently having. You'll need to be wary of doctors who simply want to prescribe your symptoms away, but also be aware that it's possible you could need some medical intervention depending on what you're specifically healing. 
and you might need both. I have experienced multiple physical issues that have come to the surface for healing over the past decade or so that ultimately needed both energetic and physical healing. Don't be afraid to seek assistance on both levels. And again, trust your gut. You are the expert on your own mind and body. So what kind of ascension-related symptoms might you experience? I've experienced most of the ascension flu ones, like headaches, body fatigue, aches, nausea, and dizziness over the years. But I'm pretty good now at detecting energetic versus physical symptoms in my own body. But COVID times have made these symptoms so much more confusing and scary for people. If you've been on an awakening journey for some time, you are totally used to playing the game, do I have the flu or is it ascension? But at the moment, we have a perfect storm of solar flares and Schumann resonance spikes that are triggering new awakenings in millions of people simultaneously. And as their body starts adjusting to all this new light pouring in, they are hit with symptoms that could be COVID. They could also be the ascension flu. So again, you've got to listen to your own body. And regardless of what you're dealing with, you'll feel better if you get more rest, drink more water, and take care of your body. But there's also other sensations like your body heating up, tingling sensations, ringing in the ears, or having a distinct awareness of a body part or organ that you didn't used to notice. You may also become aware of other dimensions, have the ability to interact with people or animals that have passed on, or the awareness to communicate with nature or star beings. That's why we're here, right? <laughs> Over the years, I've also had a lot of experience with time just changing, speeding up, or it's slowing down. Or like I'm moving at a different speed than the rest of the world. Or like I can control time altogether. It's a fun game once you start playing with it. Once you're aware of and understand ascension, you can adjust your awareness and it won't feel quite so overwhelming or scary. But your higher self has already stepped in and initiated this process for you. So you're going to feel the demands to continue releasing lower vibe stuff from your life. Negative TV or movies, negative people, negative jobs or situations, basically anything that doesn't align with your ability to get to the next level of consciousness will start vibrating out of your life. Don't fight it, just let it go. We have a whole spiritual support crew to help us through this transition. But also, listen to your body when it's feeling a little beat up at times. Do you need a nap? a massage, some more water, Reiki, healthier food, a walk. Taking care of our physical bodies as our DNA awakens and changes is key to the embodiment process. As much as we may want to, we can't escape our bodies through ascension. We actually need them to integrate even deeper. And become aware of the fact that our physical body and our light body is the same thing. Meditation and spending time tuning into your higher self is also critical through this experience. We've definitely reached an accelerated timeline this year where the number of people currently awake and experiencing ascension has passed some tipping point that's causing everything else to speed up. Personally, I feel like I've gone from the veil thinning to the veil being ripped away over the past year. 
whether that's the result of reaching a certain threshold in my own personal healing and ascension process or a collective leveling up, I'm not sure, but it's probably both. And this veil lifting is going to be intensified this month for everyone. So just keep that in mind when you experience people in your life who are trying to cling to the old comfortable systems rather than exploring the new ones. It might be a painful experience. So if you're suddenly experiencing the dimensions bleeding together much more than they were or are now easily seeing the old icky dark energy still hanging around people and places that had previously been hidden in plain sight, now is our opportunity to help clear it out. The earth is ready and every little bit we do helps us and the collective ascend to the beautiful new version of itself that it already is. I'll be sending you all the good vibes as we move through this wave over the next month. Personally, I'm planning to take some time off and downshift after next week. I have weekly episodes already recorded for you, so you'll still find me here every week through the end of December and the beginning of January. But I'm taking some extra time away from my computer and more time out in nature. I hope you're able to do the same. And as always, if you're feeling the call to join the Earth Tenders Academy, it will be there for you. During the month of December, I've decided to continue giving the Sacred Places experience to everyone who joins this month. So if you have some time off scheduled but aren't sure what kind of fun you can get into when there's nowhere to go and nobody to see, this would be the perfect time to step into the container. While the Earth Tenders Academy walks you step by step through getting to know the place you live, the spirits who live there, and begin to work in partnership with them, Sacred Places is totally different. It's a four-week guided experience to find and work with a sacred place in your community. It might be a place that's been calling to you, but you're not quite sure why or what to do about it. I'll show you how to do that in Sacred Places, which you'll get for no cost when you join the Earth Tenders Academy in December. Okay, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I'll see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.